Good everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. Growing up in Australia during my uh, adolescence and then my teens, um, I didn't have a room uh, to call my own. I didn't have my own room um, until I was in high school. It's a little sappy and sad, but anyway, yeah. Um, various restriction, monetary, spatial, and so forth. In the beginning, when I was really young, uh, I think I was with my parents uh, in their room. Uh, and then as we grew older, we did homestay, right? We rented out rooms and stuff. And so, um, you know, to maximize income, I actually shared with, you know, income-making tenants, with ajoshis sometimes, with older guys, um, sometimes with you know, some kids younger than my, uh, to my age as well, international students and so forth. Um, so I grew up like that until high school. And then one day in high school, uh, I was staying up late as I did a lot of, and then it ticked 12 a.m. and I realized, oh, it's my birthday. So I was like, oh yay, happy birthday to me. I'm not a big person about celebrating birthdays. Um, I thought, you know, let's be spiritual and pray. You know, so you know, I decided to spend a bit of time praying, you know, thanking God. You know, as I celebrated my birthday, I forgot exactly how old I was. And then I began to pray. And as I did, I looked around my room in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, I have my own room. And you know, what I just talked to you about, it all came flooding back. This, uh, so I don't know how long I had my own room for, but I just, I realized, oh, I have my own room. I had, and it's the biggest room in a two-story house. Uh, I slept on a double bed for some reason. I don't know why exactly. Um, my dad bought me a car that he was still paying for outside. I had a computer in the room, and I, I looked around and say, and you know, despite the difficulty that we've had growing up, uh, when I when I was growing up, I was looked around and said, I have a really nice room. I have my own room, and I just remember just this flood of thankfulness. Right? And, and I began to pray, and I, as I did so, I uh, turned on my CD player, and I just shuffled. Uh, I did that once in a while to see what song would come up. And this, the song that came up was a song um, from Matt Redman that said, um, um, I will offer up my life. Right? So I'm going to talk, I'll continue this story in a little bit uh, after we read the passage. First Chronicles chapter 17 verses 16 through 27. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, Lord God, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And as if this were not enough in your sight, my God, you have spoken about the future of the house of your servant. You, Lord God, have looked on me as though I were the most exalted of men. What more can David say to you for honoring your servant? For you know your servant, Lord. For the sake of your servant and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made known all these great promises. There is no one like you, Lord, and there is no God but you, as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people, Israel? the one nation on earth whose God went out to redeem a people for himself and to make a name for yourself and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations from before your people whom you redeemed from Egypt. 
You made your people Israel your very own forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. And now, Lord, let the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house be established forever. Do as you promised, so that it will be established, and that your name will be great forever. Then people will say, The Lord Almighty, the God over Israel, is Israel's God, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. You, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him, so your servant has found courage to pray to you. You, Lord, are God. You have promised these good things to your servant. Now you have been pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, Lord, have blessed it, and it will be blessed forever. So the reason I tell you this little story of my celebrating my birthday is that I feel that I was a little bit like David in today's passage. Right after God reminded David of all that God had done, you know, of who he is and who David is before him, before God. Um, and as I continue my story, I was praying and I was listening to that song. I, uh, I, offer, um, I, offer, I will offer up, I will offer up my life. And the chorus says, Jesus, what can I give? What can I bring to so faithful a friend, to so loving a king? Savior, what can be said? what can be sung as a praise of your name for the things you have done. All my words could not tell, not even in part, of the debt of love that is owed by this thankful heart. And you can imagine these last two lines. All my words could not tell, not even in part, not even just a section, a little bit of the debt of love that I owe God. As I looked around, my room and, and saw the wonderful things that I had. And it wasn't just the things, it's what it represented. The, to be able to have my own room was a huge deal all of a sudden. I never really thought about it until that point. And as I said, the thankfulness that flooded my heart, my mind, my senses was overwhelming. And I think this may have been the moment that the seed of ministry was planted in my heart because all my words, I think the lyrics is all my words, but for me, it's all my words. Every, all the words that I could think of, muster and write down cannot actually express even just a bit of how the, the debt of love that I owe God for all that he has done in my life, right? The, the thankfulness that I felt. I feel that today's passage is an outpouring of David's thankful heart in response to yesterday's passage of God revealing the fullness of, of who he is and what he has done, that it is always I am, that God always says I am. You know, before you try, before you do, before you are anything, I am, that he comes before. And in that, it's not God just like harshly putting us back in our places, it's that He is completely sovereign, that He is able, and all we have to do is relax, enjoy the ride. Just sit back and relax and enjoy following God and the light that He has for us, the, His will. 
yesterday I asked you to circle, highlight, and underline all the times that God said I, and there were like 20 times of it, right? Versus the one time that David used that word. Today, I think some of you should be able to guess, I hope, I want you to highlight, underline, or circle all the times that, that David says you, right, in his prayer and all the derivatives uh, of you, yours, your, yourself, etc. circle all of that, right? I mean, maybe even now, just pause the video, do it if you haven't done this already. Now, if you've come back, welcome back. If you, after you do all of that, there should be around 40, give or take a few, there's a lot. In today's passage, David uses the word you, yourself, yours, 40 times in this one passage in his worship of God. See, David was always a quick learner, right? Bef you know, David was saying, okay, you know, I should do this for God. And then God says, wait a minute. I, 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 I. And so David's like, I get it. I understand. And he just begins straight away. You, God, you, you, you. It's all about you, right? All that you've done, all that you are going to do, it is you, God. It is all from you, because of you, and to you. And this is the most beautiful picture of worship. And this is the most, uh, the basic element of worship. When we turn our gaze, our eyes to God, to Jesus, right? From I to the I am, the I am, the great I am. And then everything becomes, wow, you, God, you as we do that, as we begin to turn our eyes, and we have that song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, and that's what that song is talking about. When we apply yesterday's word, we naturally do today's passage. We respond with you. This kind of prayer of thanksgiving and recognition that David is just pouring out before God in response, right? We turn to God as the source, as the way, the conclusion, and the solution that he that is in you, it's because he that is in you, yeah, that is in us. It is no longer we who live, I who live, but Christ who lives in me, in us. We need to learn to pray and live in this way. Live prayerfully like David, uh, like David lived and prayed. And I just wanna end with the last three verses of today's passage. You, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him. So your servant has found courage to pray to you. You, Lord our God, you have promised these good things to your servant. Now you have been pleased to bless the house of your servant that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, Lord, have blessed it and will be blessed and it will be blessed forever. Amen. Before I end, I want to give you one more instruction. And that is, if you haven't yet, um, in, in the process of today's quiet time devotional, I want you to read today's passage out loud, right? And read it well, read it dramatically, read it passionately and sincerely, read it out loud. And all the yous, right, that I, you know, as I read before, you're going to see that just popping out at you. And I think that's going to be really powerful. And then today, I want you to think back, look back in your life and credit God. 
as David did. Thank God and appreciate that all that God has done. And I want you to pray a lot of use today. Use a lot of that word in addressing and referring to God as you give him credit. Maybe even write your prayer today so that you can highlight all the times. And I want you to notice and try to use as many use as possible as you pray today, as you give God the credit and all the glory. Let's pray. God, we thank you uh, that it is you who have, who have brought us, Lord. It is you who have saved us. It is you who have come to redeem us and to make the way. And you have called us. You have blessed us. You have empowered and enabled us to live for your glory, Lord, and to share your word, to share your gospel. So all that I have is because of who you are and because of you. So I pray that today, as we share this message, uh, as we consider our prayer of thankfulness of all that you have done, may we be blessed, may we be spurred on and encouraged to share you with as many people as, uh, as possible as well, Lord God. So we thank you so much for your word. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see you.